Welcome back to JogPod from the Leeds School Geography Department, where each week we seek to address geographical issues in the news. This week, brothers Ollie and Zach join us to talk about their favourite football team and how its fate has been intertwined with that of the town. Hello, I'm Zach. And I'm Ollie. So, Zach, what is Scunthorpe? So, Scunthorpe is a, is a town in the northeast of England, in Lincolnshire in particular. It is a monotown. What's a monotown? Uh, well, a monotown is a city dominated by one industry. Uh, in the case of Scunthorpe, it is the steelworks. Uh, the peak of the steelwork industry in England was in around uh, the mid-century. So, it was nationalised in 1967. There was 350,000 people employed uh, when Howard Wilson was Prime Minister. Um, however, over more recent decades, uh, the steel industry has declined. Uh, there has been a huge surplus of steel uh, in the global market, which has driven production of, uh, of steel within the UK down, meaning that it was privatised in 1988. And obviously, in the more recent decades, there has been this decline within Scunthorpe. Uh, so recently, they have uh, the government, I think it was a week ago, they announced the new budget, phase two of levelling up. So do you want to talk a bit about that? Oh, yeah, obviously, um, the government is, well, one of the blast furnace in Scunthorpe still works, was going to be closed, but mm. ministers in the government are playing for £300 million to save 3,000 jobs. Yeah, that's, that's Michael Gove in particular, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so they want this £300 million subsidy to keep it going. I think what's also interesting is the failure to support British Steel. Uh, it may cost the government up to £1 billion in plant decommissioning costs. So in the long run, it may in fact harm the local economy rather than the, the short-term costs of upholding it. Also, um, the uh, local impact of closure of the blast furnaces may be around half a billion, isn't it? What's the exact figures? Uh, I think it's 360 to 640 million. Yeah, and that's with an added 500 million to 1 billion in liability for the government through compulsory liquidation, insolvency and land liabilities. I think also if the plant does close, there is going to be obviously the impact on the people who are employed. If one of the blast furnaces closed, there will be 1,700 1, immediate uh, job losses. You know, there's there's 4,000 people within the steelworks at the moment. But if we talk about British Steel as a whole, uh, obviously it was bought uh, a few years ago by Xingye, uh, the uh, Chinese company. Um, but as we're seeing in more recent decades, what, what did Rishi Sunak say about the um, relationship between England and China? Uh, well, Rishi Sunak said it was the end of a so-called golden era of diplomacy. Yeah, exactly. So we could sort of see maybe this company moving away from British Steel, trying to move out of the UK and reduce its influence. They, um, in fact, I found this interesting statistic about the steel production from, this was in May 2019. So the past 22 months before then, they produced more steel than 150 years of UK production after owning British Steel, which sort of shows about the the Chinese manufacturing force and how they can possibly uh, in the future if they keep the blast furnaces open and continue running really develop their the industry
there is this great connection between the steelworks and obviously Scunthorpe United Football Club that we both support. So do you want to delve into that a little bit? Oh yeah, there's I think a hundred and something years of heritage in this club. Mm. Obviously, the connection between the steelworks and the club is immense because back in the early 1900s, many of the steelwork workers would um, would go from a Monday to Friday job period and then on the weekend go and support their local football team, Scunthorpe United, which which means like, it pays a good role in the role community. In, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. And um, the badge of Scunthorpe really says it all, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. The badge of Scunthorpe is a, a person holding an iron... Iron bar? Iron bar, yes. Yeah, and that really ties into the sense of community in the area. Also, the nickname... The Iron. The Iron, yes. Commonly compared to West Ham's The Irons, but obviously we know which one's better. Yeah, Scunthorpe. Exactly. Um, so I think, shown in other cities around England, there are, um, there are examples where the football club has had a great influence on, on the community around. Uh, so we take Liverpool, for example. I mean, obviously, they're a very successful club, yeah, aren't they? Yeah. And in more recent years, they've been targeting the area around Anfield to sort of regenerate around, try and bring up the the community around it because obviously it was very deprived. Yeah, it was. But if we see when Scunthorpe's just been taken over in the past few days by David Hilton. Mm. Uh, he says in an interview uh, he wants to develop around Glanford Park, sort of in the shad- uh, in the footsteps of what Liverpool are doing, mm. and build up the area. Yeah, I think what's also interesting is there was the previous owner, what was his name again? Uh, Peter Swan. Peter Swan, he, he wasn't particularly very... Oh no, he was not liked by the fans. No, no. Um, but I think what's good about David Hilton is he's come in, he's, um, he's sort of doing this for the people, for the fans. He said he's doing it purely for the benefit of football club rather than for his own personal gain, which I think is really, really promising as we look forward because we often get these lower league clubs with these businessmen coming in, trying to buy them and make a massive profit, whereas I think the fans deserve more, don't they? Yes, they do. Especially in more recent years. I mean, if you talk about the football, how, how have they performed recently? Oh, in the over five-year period, I think, it's just been on a decline. You know, mm. 2018, we'll, were promote, pushing for promotion in the playoffs. Yeah. But now it's just been a decline because of the investment Peter Swan made. Yeah, he's, all, he's been taking money out of the club, yeah. hasn't he? I think that was the stat that they've won something like four games in 2022, which isn't exactly... Uh, it's not good. It's no, not good. it's not good. But I think form of a football club really can reflect on the economy in the local area. I read this thing, um, the uh, company EY, they estimated that after Leicester won the, won the Premier League in 2016. Yeah, 2016. They... Um, certainly pretty much immediately 140 million pounds was contributed to the local economy and i think this trickle down effect of the performance into the into the economy of the local area can be really significant especially in like a fragile economy that Scunthorpe has because they're so focused around the steelworks um i also think berry fc obviously when, when did they close 2019, I think. Yeah, around then. Um, around the uh, the stadium, which I think can also be reflected within 
Scunthorpe, the around the stadium, there has been a significantly decrease in consumption rates. I read this article, this person who had supported Berry for their lives, their father, their grandparents, all supported them. And he went to take his son there and it was just really quite derelict. So I think what's good is, obviously, the recent days we have seen this, this um, new ownership of Scunthorpe. And the future, it does look bright. It does, especially as the owner's a fan of the club. Mm. And I think he lives around Scunthorpe. And yeah, wants to build it up, which is great. Yeah, I think hopefully in the future we can see Scunthorpe go back to its um, sort of great glory, yeah, producing glory days, yeah. some some prodigies. Uh, yeah, such as well, Scunthorpe's produced Ray Clements and Kevin Keegan. Yeah, I think in particular as well, Ivan Tony. Oh yes, recent. Uh, yeah, great goal scorer. Love him. Exactly, he's cold on the penalties, isn't he? Yeah, very cold. Yeah, so I think hopefully we can see Scunthorpe. Uh, the football club played this role in regenerating the area. Yeah. Um, and also, the steelworks are inextricably tied with the club. And it'll be interesting to see in the future how the two interact and how the town develops over the next decade or so. Thank you very much. That's been uh, Zach and Ollie. Uh, so, thank you for listening. another fascinating episode and thank you very much to Zach and Ollie for preparing that for us. It's really interesting to hear that case study of how in just that one instance economic structural change has affected the fate of the town. A story which is repeated across much of England particularly affecting um, northern industrial towns and the way that uh, even today globalisation continues to have an impact upon uh, the economic and social opportunities within different parts of Britain. And those who've been following the news will perhaps look at how uh, the government's levelling up strategy is seeking to address some of these um, geographical imbalances in terms of opportunity. Thanks for joining us today and do join us again for another exciting episode of JogPod next week. <laughs>